0: family from the heart podcast episode number seven hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of family from the heart my name is cliff ravenscraft
1: I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft.
0: And we're coming to you once again with another episode of um, actually discussing the book, The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. And this week we're going to talk about chapter number, what was it, five? Five,
1: quality time. Yes. Love language number two.
0: Love language number two. And if this is your first time listening to this podcast, I, I really want to encourage you to probably start with episode number three it's not too there's not too much to get caught up on, and this is really um, something I think that could be quite beneficial to hear all the way through, especially I don't know what episode it was where I shared I think was that last week that I shared. All the stuff like from no. My, last
1: week was words of affirmation, so I guess it would have been the week before. The
0: all euphoric experience. Euf- yes, yeah. the falling yeah. in love. Falling in love. That was a fun uh, recording. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> definitely got a lot of feedback that regarding that one.
1: Did we?
0: Yes. No. Yes. At least a lot of people were tweeting about the fact oh, okay. that they were rolling on the floor laughing oh, okay. as they were listening. So hey, we that must
1: have been before I got um, my unlimited text messaging oh, yes so now i have unlimited text on my phone and i can get i get updates on on my phone through my sms every time somebody says somebody at says GSPN. at gspn or cool. at full-time mom are they but, coming through now yeah they you, are.
0: i knew that yeah. for a bit there okay good yeah. so anyway uh let's go ahead and talk about this uh we we have uh just finished reading as we do each week for this current series that we're in here uh, we take the book. Stephanie and I read it. Actually, Stephanie reads it. I, I don't know what it is about me reading that she doesn't like, but that's okay.
1: I just have a hard time paying attention. Do you? That's, I, I, you have the fantastic job of being a man and you can focus on one thing at a time and one thing only at a time. I mean, you can get distracted and move your attention to another one thing, yep. but you're focused on one thing at a time. I have the fantastic job of being a woman and I don't work that way.
0: (laughs) I don't work that way.
1: And I am distracted by everything and every noise and every thought that goes through my head. So if I read aloud to you, Mm -hmm. then not only am I reading them with my eyes, but I'm saying them with my mouth and I'm hearing them with my ears. So there is no way that I can be distracted by
0: now, see, I, a stray thoughts. <laughs> that's really funny because I could be reading and seeing and hearing. And I can be reading all along. But if I do get distracted, by golly, I I can continue to be reading. But my mind is completely somewhere else. So you're
1: not taking it in anymore.
0: That's right. So I do enjoy listening to you read it. It's It's been kind of nice Thanks. to have you do that. Um, you should do like a book on... We should have a book on CD for no. Stephanie to read. No. Anyway.
1: I do make... I, do make mistakes.
0: Yep. Well, we'll thank our sponsor, Mardell.com, near the end of the show. Somewhere oh. before the end, somewhere close to the middle. But, uh, we, we certainly thank Mardell.com uh, for being a sponsor. and We'll talk a little bit more about them and why we're here. Why we're here. But anyway, let's go ahead and talk about... Well, first of all, last week, we... we, we first of all, okay... I'm gonna. First of all, I'm going to first stop. Of all, gonna, gonna stop gonna, first, first of all, you're gonna stop saying first of all. Exactly. So uh, the first thing I want to say is that there are five love languages, hence the title, "The Five Love Languages of the Book."
1: <laughs> this is gonna be great. Come on, I still got cupcakes to make.
0: I know. Uh, so anyway, but we covered the first of five last week. Words of affirmation. We did. This week we're covering quality time. We are now, Stephanie. Forgive me for asking you, but what is your number 1 love language?
1: <laughs> Let's just say we're not to it yet. Okay. <laughs> and I can tell. No, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> I can't wait to hear it because I need to know this stuff. Go, acts
1: a, of service. Acts of service is my is love yours. language.
0: Okay, what's number 2 for you, would you say?
1: Um I don't know. I don't, I I really, I don't know. I would love for it to be um, receiving gifts, which is next week's.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You would love for it to be? I would
1: love for it to be, but I just, sometimes it could be, you know, not that I wouldn't love to, to be spoken to by receiving gifts, but I don't think that that is mine. Um, My next one. So we've got words of affirmation, quality time.
0: So let me ask you this between the five, would, Um, would words of affirmation or quality time be in your top three? Either one of them.
1: Quality time would be in my top three. I'm. You're not. Nice. See, uh, oh. acts of acts of service is definitely my primary love language. Okay. But I think that my second and third, which are probably equally, and these change as I get older too. Okay. So I mean that's not really fair, because I've noticed that where quality time was more important to me at different times in our marriage now it's some now our time is so precious that every time we have together is quality time okay so i know that i don't have to demand that or not that i demand is the wrong word but um anyway i think physical touch okay quality time acts of service and then and then tied for second would be quality time and physical touch
0: okay very good.
1: Which, I, not at the same time.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that doesn't count. And, um, and physical touch, which we'll learn when we get to that, which is actually the fifth love language, so we'll cover that one second, but physical touch is not sexual touch. Right. There, there's a difference. So.
0: Yep. Well, we're going to go ahead and talk about quality time, which I would say that if I had to put it, I would put it number third. Number third, number third, number, number three, three. <laughs> in my list of priorities of love language that I'd like to be spoken to. in, uh, And I think the the truth is, is r- regardless of where any of this stuff is, we need to learn how to communicate in all the love languages. Because it, when we talk about the love tank, you know, it, right. it really, you know, you need to be able to deposit love in the love tank in many Different ways. You need to be able to communicate love in in all these different ways, not just to each other as well, mm-hmm. but to our children, to our friends, right. I mean, relatives. I you're mean, right.
1: I mean, we do. We need to learn to speak all five of these love languages because in in your and and see, in our case, <laughs> I've read so much that now my brain can't put words together to create a thought. Um, in our case, we have three children. Mm-hmm. They do not all speak the same love language. No, they don't. They do not all speak the same primary love language. But if we can only speak one of them, then two of our kids are going to be left out. Right. You know, and so we as parents need to learn to speak all five so that we can make sure, excuse me, that we are meeting the needs. The the love tank is being full for, for our children as well as each other as husband and wife.
0: All right. So, okay, so here we are. We're both saying that quality time is about third on the list here for us. And so uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and talk a little bit about what we read in this chapter about quality time. And I love how he starts the chapter off saying that quality time isn't necessarily, you know, sitting on the couch together and watching TV. You know, um, he says specifically by quality time, I mean giving somebody your undivided attention uh maybe that could be uh sitting on the couch with the tv off and looking at each other and talking with one another um going for a walk together and not necessarily walking ahead of your spouse (laughs) (laughs) walking
1: next to your spouse exactly
0: uh holding
1: their hand if physical touch is one of their love languages
0: yep and uh, dating couples versus married couples. You want to talk about this for just a second?
1: This was so fun because I've done this. <laughs> you know, we, we've been married um, nearly 12 years and we've gone through many phases in our marriage. And I think now we're, we're to the point where, you know, we can both respect our need for quality time. And when we do go to dinner, we have conversation and we communicate. Well, because we learned how to communicate several years ago at at a different conference, um, marriage conference. But we have had times where we've gone out to dinner and just sat there silently. You know, like we're there to eat or something. But you can (laughs) go, you can go into a restaurant and observe the couples that are sitting at the tables. Okay, and normally, if it's a married couple, they're sitting and what is probably awkward silence or if it's been silent for so long it's comfortable silence but they will sit there and they will have their dinner and they will get up and they will leave and they will not say a word to each other maybe how was your dinner but the couples who are dating are like holding each other's hands across the table and staring at each other's eyes and they're they're talking and laughing and they're having you know they are enjoying each other's company and i think that after we've been married so long and we become comfortable with each other that sometimes we forget how important that is
0: right and so i mean obviously quality time does mean undivided attention and i I tell you that can that can be very difficult at times you know giving your spouse 20 minutes of your time uh, really is in essence giving them 20 minutes of your life that you can never get. I back. really
1: liked that. I really like that. You can never get those 20 minutes back. And so if you spend them and you give them to your spouse, I loved when he used the word undiluted. Mm-hmm. you know um, because if you are if you're sitting there and you're I'll just use us in, as an example because we both do this. I'm not picking on either one of, we both do this. You're sitting there, you're having a conversation with your spouse, but your laptop's on your lap, yep. you know? That is diluted quality time because you are not giving your undivided attention. Right. So it needs to be that.
0: There's. I love what he does here because he talks about togetherness in the book. And what you're talking about um, is that, you know, of course, I love the idea of, the child, a father rolling a ball with a child. He mm-hmm. sits down on the floor and, you know, he's just having fun, child and dad rolling the ball back and forth. At that moment in time, all the attention is not focused on the ball, uh, but instead, the attention is focused on the child. Mm-hmm. But if dad happens to be sitting on the floor while he's talking on his cell phone, And rolling the ball back and forth. All of a sudden, you've lost a little bit of the togetherness feel of this whole thing. Because while dad's still sitting there in front of the child, still pushing the ball back and forth, the attention has been, what you said, diluted. What?
1: Well, I was just wondering, because I was taking this same thing. This is where I was going with the whole example of us and the laptops. Uh Uh-huh. And I used the word diluted and and undiluted. (laughs) So I I was wondering, as you were saying that, if you had even been listening to me before. Yeah.
0: I was just introducing the the thought of togetherness.
1: Okay. What?
0: See, this is the problem with having show notes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I, you have I was,
1: to follow your notes and I can't go outside of the box, <laughs> can I?
0: You can go outside of the box, but if you go outside of the box, I'm going to have to... You're going to go back. I'm going to go back and cover the stuff we missed.
1: So we're going to use four stories to cover one, <laughs> one dialect of the quality time love language, which is togetherness. But just
0: imagine all the quality conversation you and I are having at this point in time.
1: But it is diluted.
0: <laughs> okay. With the chat other things
1: that are going on around us
0: this is true this is true so uh but (laughs) anyway i wrote down bill and betty joe do you want to say anything about bill and betty joe or should we just have them read that in that chapter
1: they can just read that yeah because what what you you really need to read the book because you meet bill and betty joe in um chapter chapter four with with words of affirmation and then you know you meet them again and actually, they kind of end the chapter of words of affirmation and start the chapter of quality time. So you would really just need, need to read that. And that's a perfect example of how spouses do not communicate or do not have the same love languages. And when they were instructed to speak to each other in one love language, it improved for one spouse and not the other because yeah. that wasn't there.
0: So Primary. we definitely encourage you to get the book, The Five Love Languages. Stay tuned near the end of the show. We'll talk about how you can get it from our sponsor and uh, and just, watch, you know, it, it is a wonderful book. And that, the thing is, we are covering this book. We don't want to definitely, we definitely don't want to get in trouble for basically giving you the entire content right. of the book. Uh, because we are doing this without permission from the author, but yet we're just conveying what we're learning, uh, not necessarily bringing the whole thing to you. So uh, one of the things I love that he said you know, about this idea of togetherness and having undivided attention, some of the things or one thing you can do is think about doing activities together. Because when you do activities together, um, I like how he said it in the word. He says it or in the word. Listen to me. I'm... Um, <laughs> <I've, laughs> I've been doing the almost daily devotional. And so I, I'm used to using that That's language.
1: Hilarious. But
0: how he said it in the book, <laughs> he said, spending time uh, together in a common pursuit communicates that we care about each other, that we enjoy being together, that we like each other. So spending time together in a common pers- pursuit. And this is one of the things that you did two and a half years ago that I'm so thankful that you did because and and i'm so and i'm certain the people who are listening to us on a regular basis are very thankful (laughs) that you did this but you were not interested in podcasting i was not this was like the farthest thing from your radar is anything you would ever want to do with any free time that you had
1: and now it fills up most of my free time
0: But and, and
1: but I enjoy it.
0: But that's what I'm saying is because they gave some the, some examples of some. They gave an example one person who never really liked the symphony before, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden now loves the, the sympathy right. sympathy. Sympathy, symphony. <laughs> you know what I mean. I do. But anyway, um, but just the fact that you joined me in the acti- activity of podcasting together has fostered some really good quality time and some togetherness.
1: It has, and can can I share a story? Yeah, it, it's completely about us, and so and it's not not bad about either of us. This is we've both said that that quality time is in our top three, uh-huh. right? This is so funny because as quality time is the love language, there are different dialects to that love language. Obviously, togetherness is one that you speak mm-hmm. because, because me joining you in what was two and a half years ago, your hobby in podcasting, I spoke togetherness to you. Yes. Okay. Okay. Togetherness is not really one of mine, because two and a half years ago, when I got my first sewing machine, Cliff wanted to learn how to use it, and Cliff wanted to make this, and Cliff wanted to make that, and I am like, lay off my machine! This is mine, and you can't have it. But
0: but I'm a togetherness kind of person. It's like, hey, I wanna get involved in your hobby.
1: And that is why I got involved in your hobby.
0: Even though I said back off mine. (laughs) Let's go do that podcasting thing. We'll, I'll sew this later.
1: (laughs) Maybe, maybe that's how, maybe that's how this all started. I'm like, well, let's, let's go, you know, let's go make a podcast. Let's, you know, I'll, I'll do this later.
0: Oh, goodness. We could do a quilting podcast.
1: No, we couldn't. (laughs) I can't quilt.
0: All right. Well, we could learn together. Okay,
1: go ahead and turn my headphones back up because I saw you turn my mic down, and so I must not realize how.
0: No, you're fine. Loud, uh, I'm actually being. You were just loud there when you were for okay. one second. So everything's good. Are Are you good now? I'm
1: good. Okay, yeah, I'll be
0: fine. All right. So um, togetherness was one, and now we're gonna get into <laughs> to quali- my dialect, your dialect, which is quality conversation, and uh, I, I love how he he calls this. It's like more sympathetic dialogue. <laughs> And by that, it it focuses more on what the other person is saying, versus what we're actually hearing. Is that right? Am I? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly mm-hmm. the phrase from the book. But uh, explain what that means because I I remember it, but I just want to make sure I don't communicate it wrong.
1: Okay. That that is saying that that sympathetic dialogue will. I come to you at the end of the day and I tell you about my day and immediately you are going to try to fix my problem and
0: give you a solution, give
1: me a solution and then that will be that.
0: It's like, okay, uh, enough talking about the problem. we solved it. Let's move on.
1: Exactly. But that's not what I need. Right. What I need is for you to listen to what I'm feeling about the problem that I have. So it is what I am saying versus what you are hearing. I am saying I was hurt by this or I was angered by this or fill in the blank. But what you are hearing is how to fix my, you know, how to fix the problem that I have.
0: Right. And so asking the the whole idea of having quality conversation. And he gives an example. uh, It's about asking questions with a desire to understand what the person's thoughts or feelings or desires are. Uh, whereas he gives gives an example of a guy named Patrick, which is very much like who I am. Uh, this Patrick would give advice, give advice, give advice, and he shares this guy's story about the fact that um, he he really messed up in his marriage because his, he was a fool. He, his,
1: is 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 his words? Yeah,
0: he says I was a fool, uh, and the whole idea of being a, a fool or whatever is or being stupid is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting. A different result. Or is that insanity? I can't remember. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, you get the whole point. The idea, though, is that his wife was coming home and she would share something very horrible that was going on at work. She would come home emotionally drained and she would want to talk about it and share. And he's like, well, all you need to do is Is this, 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 and and this. And so um, as as long as you do that, everything's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. And then she would come home the next day, and it would happen again, and she would be upset, and she would be... And it's like, well, did you do this? No. Did you do this? No. Mm -hmm. Well, all you need to do is this, this, and this. And finally, he got so tired of hearing of her issues and the fact that she was he, he finally said I don't want I don't want to hear it I don't want to hear it you refuse to see this I you know I, I you don't need to be living like this I just don't understand and so, what Patrick had to understand is that that's not sympathetic dialogue. What she wanted is quality conversation. She didn't want him to fix it. He did. She didn't want his advice. She wanted to know that he was with her, that he understood how she was feeling. And Patrick was focused on on speaking himself, not what she was speaking. And he, he I guess, Gary Chapman in the book, he gave us some tips on on. Ba- basically understanding how to what stuff
1: oh nothing it was um he he talked he talks in the, in this part of the book in this section under quality conversation about how 17 seconds into a conversation we are already thinking about how we're going to respond mhm and how we are going to give our advice to solve the problem. And, you know,
0: can I just share, I, 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 I struggle with that the more than anything. Because, and this is in any conversation, I'm always looking, okay, what can I say next? And as soon as I have what I want to say, I'm just waiting for you to shut up so I can interject.
1: Exactly. You're not and listening.
0: Exactly. So, yeah.
1: So, But what he said was, we are trained to analyze problems and create solutions. We forget that marriage is a relationship, not a project to be completed or a problem to solve.
0: Right. And so basically he gives a couple tips, and this we will share with you real quickly. uh, Some things that you can do to become a better listener. Uh, a more sympathetic listener is to maintain eye contact with your spouse uh, while they're talking, which obviously means get the laptop away, close the laptop, turn off the TV. Uh, don't
1: watch the chat room.
0: <laughs> don't watch the chat room. Uh, you know, throw a couple kids off your lap, you know, yeah. and, and beat them with a stick as they well, don't beat them with a stick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But, you know, as they begin to climb the wall again, yes, you know, you got to you got to get the water hose out and spray them down so you can have some quality conversation with your spouse. I mean, this is important stuff. And uh, some, you know, I will tell you, there have been times that we, you and I have been publicly criticized in iTunes or some other places uh, for, quote unquote, shooing our children away so that oh, we can podcast.
1: Really? yeah
0: okay. and and so I've said that i've I've seen that and and you know what so be it, you know they have no idea how much time you and I spend with our kids,
1: right, because and this is all they hear
0: exactly, and some so, parts
1: of our life are still private, believe it or not
0: there's like two or three minutes of each day that nobody knows about exactly, so anyway <laughs> so um. Anyway, what I'm saying, though, is that, you know, a lot of people are very child centered parents and they don't allow the, the children. It's like they see mom and dad having a good quality conversation. It's like, whoa, uh, no, me. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm the center of this relationship. And that's here. not the
1: way it is in our house.
0: Exactly. And
1: I'm sorry if that offends you. But in our house. Anyway, sorry. Song popped in my head. Uh, our house. Okay, thank you. Um, in, in, in our house, our relationship is first. The relationship between Cliff and I comes before the relationship that we share with our children. And when we... Uh, we're not perfect at that.
0: No, we're not perfect the, at all.
1: When we became parents, we were child center parents. Yes. And our first child, Megan, ran our lives... Yep. And she ran us in the ground. <laughs> we we were beaten and we were tattered and we were tired. And
0: Well, she didn't run us in the ground. <laughs> we let we, her. We, 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 we,
1: yeah, we, we, we did that ourselves exactly. trying to please her is, is what I mean. Yes,
0: we did too much to try to please her. We make did. Make her happy. Make her the center of everything.
1: And... So we knew that something had to change, and 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 we did change that, and that doesn't mean that we're perfect at it, and that doesn't mean that we don't slide back into child center parenting. Which,
0: by the way, there you know Stephanie spends all day long right now. Megan and Matthew are off at school most of the during most of the day, and McKenna has mom all to herself. And for the longest time before Dad started staying at home working, that was her mom. That you know that's mom time. And then all of a sudden I come home and now mom takes a break in the afternoon to come down and occasionally record a podcast with dad. And that's By why golly, today
1: she, you hear us shooing her away. I,
0: I don't think they actually <laughs> heard it, but we did shoo her away. Yes. Or maybe they did hear it. I can't remember if I left that in the podcast or not. But anyway, the fact is, is that she wanted she every time you come in here during the afternoon, she wants is, to be on my lap. She wants to be on your lap in between me. because She wants mm-hmm. to say you guys can talk. That's fine. But
1: But don't forget, I'm here.
0: I am here. This is my time. And And so we
1: have, you know, because before you worked from home, it was just me and her. And so now we are going to we have we had to retrain her while we're still working on it. Retraining her that during the daytime now there will be mom and dad time where you will not have mom all to yourself. So now I forgot my original. Point well, the, of, uh, the
0: whole the whole point that brought that up was the fact that you know sometimes you have to turn the TV off, sometimes you have to close the laptop, and sometimes you have to take a child and replace or and, and well, No, and, I
1: had a specific story. Oh, okay. But I don't remember it now. So. Oh, I'm
0: sorry, it'll come back.
1: Oh, we were talking about the iTunes reviews, and I wasn't apologi I'm not apologize i am not going to ever yeah. apologize for the way that I put my husband before my children.
0: Absolutely. Because not.
1: they're gonna grow up and move out and get their own spouses and I'm still gonna be left with him. And <laughs> what good's that gonna be <laughs> if in, we don't have a 15 years if I don't know who you are
0: exactly so, so anyway so maintain eye contact is, is step number is tip number one tip number two is don't listen her. yeah don't listen to don't your...
1: listen to your spouse I like that tip <laughs> don't do something else while you're listening to your spouse
0: is that what it that's what oh, it no, oh here it is it's don't <laughs> don't listen to your spouse and do something else at the same time I
1: like
0: that's that. That's Great. Uh, yes. I think that's the way it was written in the book too. The, I the think just, it
1: is. You you typed it word for word. Okay. Um, listen for feelings. Ask yourself what emotion is my spouse feeling. Then confirm it. And by confirming it, like you, I can share a story with you. And you know, I was and the other the way- thing
0: is, is refuse to interrupt. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: I, <laughs> I just had to throw that I in. I know you did. Go but ahead. That's last. <laughs> Observe my body language. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so I forgot. Observe body language and refuse to interrupt are the last no, two, listen, and get, obviously we're still working on those.
0: <laughs> I, I, I had to do that just for the dramatic effect. No, don't spend my tear. Okay, so listen for feelings. What were you going to say? Ask yourself oh, I was what emotion. Say,
1: okay, I can come and I can share with you what happened at the grocery or you know what happened during the day, and so what you could do as the listener is, excuse me. You need to go sit down and watch TV. I'll be there in a minute. And then she does that fake pouting stuff, which is just for, you know, attention. And as long as you don't give it to her, eventually it'll go away. Okay. Like she'll grow out of it. Anyway, you can say so what you're telling me is that. You know, when when the bagger at the grocery smashed your eggs, it made you feel this.
0: Right. You know. And so
1: that is how you confirm it. You say, okay, this is what I think she's saying. But let me make sure by by asking her.
0: So what I'm hearing is. Yes. That you're upset because of this. Not necessarily. How can I fix this? How can I help you, uh, um, you know, plan out your revenge? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, it, it's it's basically you know it, it's it's being sympathetic. It, it's it's learning to hear the emotion in your in your in your spouse's voice mm-hmm. and in their story. So we're going to move right along. Uh, obviously, observe oh. body language was another tip, and then refuse to interrupt. Uh, those are some other ones. Obviously, the uh, uh, refuse to interrupt is very important. I did do that on purpose. I thought it would be funny.
1: We both do that. A lot. I think that that is one part of of this dialect that we both need to work on.
0: Although, although it does make for some good podcasting. It
1: really does.
0: But probably not great quality conversation. Do you think
1: we should point at each other some more? I mean, just to make sure we get the point.
0: <laughs> you know, wirebenders in our chat room and uh, we are doing this live. So uh, let's see here. Is that Ed in the room?
2: Yes, it is. How are y'all doing?
0: And we've never been better, and it gets better every day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just call it really the last twenty minutes of it. And I just, it's like my whole life is right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, my my whole thing is, you know, you're talking about the interrupting. To me, that's, and I, and I guess this describes a man. I don't know Cliff you have that same situation too, but that um, you just want to get in there and and finish the sentences and and. Fix their problems. like you said. Fix their problems. It's like I, we were talking to Andrea's This hand on there that um, I feel like as a man, I always are having to solve problems. Yep. That's just what I do. And um, and it, it's like what you were was saying earlier is that you were talking about the grocery store thing is that whether or not um, that the you know my spouse's her issue or grievance or whatever it may be. Sometimes I have a problem of belittling that because I don't think it's that important to me. Right. Whereas it may be very important to her, and that's that can really cause because whenever it causes conflict, if I start interrupting her because I don't feel like that's as important as it is to me, that creates a lot of tension, and that's another you know pitfall to try to really avoid.
0: Absolutely, yeah. the the whole The whole idea is that what what our spouse you know when somebody's uh, quality or when quality time and quality conversation is the way that that uh, this spouse and it, and it's not just women versus men i mean there there are men who actually need to communicate love this in this way and they really wish that their wives would talk more i mean it is possible to be the reverse but obviously i completely understand and agree where you're coming from ed that that we men do tend to be problem solvers we it, you know it, it's bob the builder can we fix it yes, yes. we can i mean so i mean it, it's it's very much a, a stereotypical thing that that is a part of our lives and there are sometimes when when the, the thing is i i love this when because i heard about this so many years ago when we were doing when we went to a marriage conference and to communicate and i'll ask my wife it's like are you asking me to fix this? No. Or are you asking me to give you a suggestion of what to do next?
1: No. I am an educated person. I can probably figure out how to fix my own problem.
0: So, so what, and, and, and I've learned at times, I've learned to ask that question. And even though I have this wonderful response that I already know what I would love to tell her to do. The best thing for me to do is to bite my tongue and continue to listen to how she feels. What is it that she is feeling?
1: Well, the other thing that that he you like how I waited until you were finished. Yes. And like signaled that I wanted to talk. Yes. As to not interrupt you, which is yes. the other thing that Ed was talking about was interrupting and that he finds that sometimes he will interrupt his wife because he doesn't feel what she is saying is as important as maybe what he has to say or. Or what he wants to say as his problem to solve. And as the wife, I can tell you that I have felt that way before. But a lot of that came, I think, from my own own opinion of what I do as my vocation, if you want to call it. Mm -hmm. I have chosen to stay at home with our children. Now I get to do this during the day, and this is really cool. So I'm kind of like redefining what I do. (laughs) But... But at the heart of it, I am a stay-at-home mom. I, I am here for my children when they need me. And, you know, if we got a phone call right now that, that you know, somebody was at school sick, I would be out the door to pick them up. Yep. Hands down, this is what I have chosen to do. And so there will be times when when Cliff worked outside the home where I would be explaining to him something. And it was not as important as, you know the special lunch meeting that he got to go to with this person and this person and this person and so then I would be cut off and, and then my story would not be shared when maybe my story didn't seem as important but because it's important to me, it is important.
0: And I would I'll I give you the most the most significant way that I could communicate love to my wife by listening to her, having quality conversation. My wife will sit and watch a TV show or a TV made-for-TV movie and I'll say, what you doing? And instead of just saying, I'm watching this movie, she'll sit down and for the next 15 minutes of my life, she will want to explain- (laughs) That you can never get back. (laughs) That I'll never get back. She She will wanna tell me the entire story behind this movie. And you know what? At, at times in my past, I've like, oh my gosh, would you be quiet? I would care less about this show. It you know, it, it, I have no interest whatsoever. But what I'm not, what I missed in those opportunities is to hear what emotion is that evo- invoking in her, or evoking what? in her, and and how is that. Helping her to to feel something that she likes to feel, or or something maybe she something that she doesn't like to feel. Maybe she wants to communicate a different emotion to me. It's not just about telling me about the movie. It's about sharing her heart, and that's where I've missed that in the past.
1: And uh, yeah, I was gonna. Say, oh, well. I don't I I still do that, but I don't think I do it to the extent because, you know, there are these times when you're sharing, you know, I'm watching this movie because it what what's the word you use? invoked? Evoked, yeah. <laughs> Th- this feeling in me or 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 this emotion in me or we remade it reminded me of this time in my life and which, you know, hello Dr. Who.
0: Yeah. No doubt. <laughs>
1: Another hobby that I've gotten on board with my husband. <laughs> And, and so when you're sharing that and, and for me being the woman, I, I feel that that is, it's touched me and it's becoming a part of, of who I am. And you're making that face like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait until she shuts up and I can go do this and this and this. And so now he'll say, what are you doing? I'm like, washing my hair. (laughs) (laughs) So I have turned what was a great sharing moment for me into Sarcasm based on his reaction to when I truly shared myself.
0: So what was once the babbling brook is now the Dead Sea.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Which we're not going to explain that in the podcast. You have to read the book to get that one because yes. that one is totally an inside joke uh, specific to chapter number five of the five lungs. Did you love want languages. me to
1: read this one about yes. learning to talk, and then we'll wrap this up?
0: Yeah, we do need to wrap this up. Comu- Sarah
1: will be here soon. Okay,
0: I just wanted to say communicating your feelings. Uh, in conversation is is important. You're going to read a little bit from Learning to Talk, and uh, I just want to say just that you know emotions are neither good nor bad. It's what we choose and the decisions that we make based upon those emotions, right. which which determine good or bad behavior. So uh, we're going to have Stephanie go ahead and read just a very short little paragraph from Learning to Talk in Chapter 5.
1: Okay. Quality conversation requires not only sympathetic listening, but also self-revelation. When a wife says, I wish my husband would talk, I never know what he's thinking or feeling, she is pleading for intimacy. She wants to feel close to her husband, but how can she feel so close to someone whom she doesn't know? In order for her to feel loved, he must learn to reveal himself. If her primary love language is quality time and her dialect is quality conversation, her emotional love tank will never be filled until he tells her his thoughts and feelings.
0: Absolutely. And of course, <laughs> there is a great, if, you ha- if you're if you the type of individual that you have a hard time expressing your emotions in conversation, there is some great advice in this chapter on how to accomplish that. At the
1: end of each chapter that explains the love languages, there's a list of like 12 ideas for you. 12 things that, you know, if quality time is your spouse's love language, here are 12 things that you could do one a week that will greatly improve communicating,
0: communicating, love. communicating love to them. Absolutely. And so this week, if anything, I just want to suggest, um, if you haven't done it in a while, uh, I want to suggest that you start working on some quality time with your spouse. And uh, if that seems difficult, you for, number one, where's the time going to come from? Well, you just make it. Uh, it it's pretty much it, you're going to have to cut something Absolutely. out. out.
1: If, you, if you're working for, you know, Back to um, Bill and Betty Joe. If you are working towards a promotion and your job is going to require more time, you're going to make it. Yep. Okay. If you're working towards a certain level of intimacy in your marriage, that requires time and you've got to make it
0: right and the other thing is is of course um you know the the nice thing about you don't have to cut out that uh promotion in your job just invite your life your wife or your spouse to come along with you on this journey exactly and and the best thing you can do is just carve out some time weekly for some activities where you can do a common pursuit together and uh you know it's just really a lot of fun i
1: just had a full circle moment can i share it sure okay do you think now? Two and a half years ago, when we s- started this, uh-huh. or when I pretended to show interest in this? <laughs> okay, now I'm now I'm picking on myself. Uh huh. But but when when you mentioned this to me, and I started to consider the idea of of um, joining you on this hobby was a hobby. Then we had just come out of probably like six months earlier a marriage conference where we learned about a little bit about the five love languages and about speaking to each other in in each other's love languages many of the people who listen to us know that we're believers so yep do you think that two and a half years ago god knew what he was doing
0: no way god knowing what he is doing that just sounds ridiculous sparking an interest
1: in me (laughs) To serve my husband better by joining him in his activities and look at where that's brought us in two and a half years. I
0: mean it literally has developed a greater sense of oneness in our marriage In, in, in that simple step of you saying you know what let me participate sympathetically in my husband's hobby. So, yep. yes, absolutely. I, I do. Believe, and I was just joking. Yes, I believe I that God ordained for us to come together through this. I, I mean, it, it's just I mean, it's not
1: it. Not that it's been easy along the way. Oh, no. And that there were times that
0: <laughs> Cliff made lots of mistakes and his priorities got really out of whack.
1: Well, I wasn't gonna say, I was going to say that say we that. both made mistakes and um, but through it through that one choice, and I I don't want to glorify myself in this because it wasn't an easy decision and I gave up a lot in the beginning to make it. Mm -hmm. But by making that decision, we have not only grown closer in our marriage, but it has sparked a new vocation. Yeah. And really a new fire in you as a man.
0: Yes, it has. I, I, I it's amazing
1: how one decision that we make in our life affects everything that we do. Absolutely. One reaction to one question. Yep. One acknowledgement of quality time needed.
0: Yep. Just imagine what could happen as a result. So, folks, we want to say thank you for uh, joining us in this podcast and this journey of really uh, living out family life from the heart. I mean, that's what this is all about. It's about investigating where our heart is on the subject of our family and how we're living family out. And so, um, and we, it's not
1: because we're perfect. I mean, we can sit here and we could show you all of our flaws.
0: This is why we're reading books <laughs> to come and share with you. <laughs> it's, it's about enriching our lives. It and is. and and that's why I'm very excited about the sponsor that we have.
1: Right. We're just excited about growing from reading this book as we are about you growing from us sharing our reading this book. Yeah,
0: it, it, it yes, it, Does absolutely. It, that makes sense? Yes, we certainly okay. want to help enrich the lives of of the people who are listening to our show, but trust me, we certainly are reaping the awesome benefits of our own lives being enriched through this process but I do want to say thank you to mardell.com m-a-r-d-e-l.com let me tell you something they sent us a check this uh this month once again
1: <laughs> can we tell them what you did with it go ahead <laughs> cliff called me yesterday and he's like where's the check from mardell what did we do with it where'd you put it like i lost it and cliff threw it in the trash <laughs> i
0: i don't i well I, it's not it's i know not for sure that i threw it in the trash i found it in the trash Okay. <laughs> there are other people that do come to my office.
1: Okay. Not it's often, and they don't throw things away. That's not true. From your desk, they yeah. just pick things up off your desk it's and very throw them possible.
0: away. Wow. <laughs> it doesn't matter how it got in there. Perhaps, but I,
1: we found it in the trash.
0: I did find it in the trash. <laughs> Look at McKenna; she's nodding her head. Nope. Uh, anyway, did you throw Daddy's check away? She says no. So anyway um, I did find the check and what's nice about this is and, and we I mean just so you know literally mm-hmm. Mardell is sending us a check monthly yeah and it helps benefit us so that we can come and bring podcasts like this in fact this podcast would not exist if it were not for mardell.com at least not right now in this point in time it was right. something that maybe down the road but they came along and says hey we've heard about this podcast that you want to do called family from the heart We want to sponsor it. Here's what we'll do. And um, it's a Christian online bookstore. And hello, we're Christians. We are looking to read lots of books to to enrich our lives and share and enrich the lives of other people. And it's just amazing how it all came together. And so if you are in the process of needing any books, any Bibles, uh, Mother's Day is coming up, Mardel.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com. No, Stephanie, I don't think they have couches there.
1: <laughs> That's not what I was thinking. What? I am t- was just glad that you remembered that Mother's Day was on Sunday. Yes, But I'll talk more about that in the full-time mom.
0: Cool. And so anyway, um, just go to Mardell.com. Anything that you purchase there, what you want to do is put uh, in the shopping code, is just so you can tell them thank you for sponsoring our podcast, make sure to put GSPN into the, the promotion code. Promo-, promo code. On the shopping uh, page, on the shopping cart. And uh, things are breaking down here, so we're going to end things. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us for this podcast episode. That's fun. Mardell.com, thank you. And uh, we'll be back very, s- very soon with the next. What was next week's? Do you know?
1: Next week, I think it's acts of service. Why don't you look? Oh, receiving gifts.
0: Ah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
0: we'll be back next week with yet another one of. The non- I'll tell you about my my gift
1: from Mother's Day. (laughs) Let's see how great my gift is.
0: Oh, wonderful. (laughs) Bye-bye.